This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, Wisconsin dairy production continues to hold firm as of the month of March, but that can't be said for all dairy regions. It's five minutes after five o'clock on this, a Tuesday, April 22nd, and I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. I'm riding along with you till six o'clock this morning. Come on in. We're talking about those March milk production figures as we roll towards six o'clock. Wisconsin's holding its own, but that can't be said for all of the dairy regions. A closer look at the numbers coming up. Speaking of numbers, Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, FarmFutures.com is going to check in with us live via Skype as we roll through the morning. So weather-wise, if you're trying to prepare your day, looks like it's going to be a little drier today than it was yesterday. 62 are expected high with sunny skies. Only a 10% chance of any kind of precipitation hanging around mostly this morning. Overnight lows down to 38. For tomorrow, mostly sunny and 67. Another chance of showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast for Thursday will bounce up to 68. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, has weather details for you in about 15 minutes. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. I'm guessing that most people can figure out that I'm a dog person, but really I'm a any animal person. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. But dogs have always had a part in my life from the farm to today. That's why I was really excited to hear about the cutting-edge research going on now at the School of Veterinary Medicine with Dr. David Vale. He's working on a canine cancer vaccine. Can you imagine not having to treat animals with cancer, but instead being able to prevent it? That's just one example of the cutting-edge research right here in our community. But listen, they need more space to move forward with this kind of research. And that's where you come in. It's not just about donating money. It's also about creating conversations in our state. You can write a letter, send an email, make a phone call to your elected officials, letting them know that the UW School of Veterinary Medicine is out of space and needs to expand. Want more details? Jump online. Animals need heroes too. T-O-O.com. The second largest event to populate the Allied Energy Center is history, and it was the 40th annual Midwest Horse Fair. And in Madison, uh, lots of folks were wearing their cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And uh, Pam, again, lots of horses and lots of cowboys, but even more cowgirls were on the ground. Yeah, you bet, Bob. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. One of those cowgirls that was on hand, our own Reba McClone. She is a horse enthusiast and found all kinds of interesting stories at the Midwest Horse Fair this year. One, of course, had to do with the Briar model horses that were on hand uh, for people to touch and uh, pose with. And then there was another Operation Wild Horse program that many folks may or may not have noticed. Reba tells me that Operation Wild Horse is all about trying to help our veterans compensate with uh, re-entry back into civilian life. Operation Wild Horse basically pairs up those veterans with a wild horse. She took a moment and visited with some folks involved in the program and brings us an update. 
When it comes to horses, there are many opportunities for people to be involved. Showing and racing are two that many people think of when they think of horses, and even the ever-famous Budweiser Clydesdales come to mind regularly. But many opportunities to work with horses are much less known, but could potentially have larger impacts. One of these opportunities is therapy. Horses are regularly used as therapy animals. There's just something about being able to connect with a 1,000-pound animal and being able to communicate without words that gives so many people who are struggling the chance to feel understood and find some healing. At Midwest Horse Fair, all of these opportunities are able to take a chance in the spotlight, and numerous organizations can spread the word about how they as a group and how the horses they work with are able to help those in need. One of these organizations is Operation Wild Horse through Veterans R&R, which is an opportunity for current and former military members to work with horses to help them find healing. Horses Helping Veterans Helping Horses is their motto, and they take that very seriously. I was able to talk with Patty Gruber about the organization while at Midwest Horse Fair and the impact that it has had on those who have served our country. I am here with Veterans R&R's Operation Wild Horse. We are a program that pairs veterans and active duty military with Mustangs. I am the program director for it, so I am the lucky one who gets to do the day-to-day working with the veterans in our Saturday morning veteran camp and the the during-the-week lessons. Operation Wild Horse is based out of Bull Valley, Illinois, which is only 20 minutes from the Wisconsin-Illinois border, making attending Midwest Horse Fair a great opportunity for the organization. It's a quick drive for us. We're always happy to come up here for it. It's an amazing event to raise awareness for veterans and Mustangs and the connection that happens between them. And Operation Wild Horse gives veterans numerous ways to participate in their program. Um, The veterans either do driving, they do groundwork, or they do riding. They are able to do any part of the program that they want to, and if they want to come in and just enjoy the coffee and donuts on Saturday mornings. They don't even ever have to touch a horse. Our whole program is free for all veterans and active duty military. All you have to do is show up with a pair of cowboy boots if you want to ride. We have helmets for you. You do not have to pay for anything at all in the program. It's all 100% free. We just ask that you come and you enjoy yourself and you're open-minded about getting to know horses and other veterans. When choosing horses, there is a specific method and purpose to the selection for the program. We do exclusively work with Mustangs for the program. We find there's a direct correlation between the fight or flight that's natural in the Mustangs and the fight or flight response that everyone is taught when they're in the military. So these horses truly understand the veterans and the veterans truly understand the horses on a completely different level than they would with a domestic horse. This chance to connect with horses and start healing is all too important for a struggling veteran community. With veteran suicide rates continuing to rise, this healing path and the hope that this program gives to veterans is hard to put into words. But Patty was able to share with us one example of many of how horses can help heal. There are so many stories that I could tell that there's not enough hours in the day for me to tell them at all. Um, What I will share with you, though, is we do have a veteran who's in the program who did special forces and has never been allowed to talk about the things that he's done. When he got matched up with his horse, we went out to an event, and it was his opportunity to talk about the impact the program has had on him. And he said that he has had more healing in the um, year that he's been with his program than in the therapy that he had for the five years previously. Just from the bond that he's built with his horse, it's helped him establish a better relationship with his family. It's helped him 
find a a successful partner in life who he absolutely loves and adores. And he has a wonderful horse that he absolutely loves. This story exemplifies the impact that this program has had and the opportunity for new life that it gives to those who have served our country. If you would like to learn more about Operation Wild Horse, you can find them on Facebook through their page, Operation Wild Horse, or visit veteransrnr.org. And this year, Midwest Horse Fair was celebrating their theme, 40 Years of Legends. With clinics from professionals across the country, it was easy to find legends just about anywhere you went at the Alliant Energy Center. One easy way to find them, though, was to hit up Celebrity Horse Isle, where horses that have been used as briar models were residing for the weekend. One of the horses that was featured was Foiled Again, a 15-year-old standardbred kart racing horse who is the winningest in history, earning over $7 million in his career. Another horse that was featured was Empress, who is owned by Prue Critchley. I was able to talk with Prue while at Midwest Horse Fair. Well, I own Empress. He's an Arabian stallion. He was born in Poland in 1995, so he's 24 years old. Um, He was shown extensively in Canada when he eventually moved to Canada. He was shown a lot with me and did fabulously well. He's been champion in all sorts of things and was Canadian national sport horse stallion in uh, champion in 2012. After having had such a highly successful show career, Empress was chosen to be a Briar Horse model. They chose him in 2017. At the end of 2017, they let me know that they would like to have him as a model. And the model was produced in 2018. It's sort of early spring, sort of late January, I guess it was, that they made the model and started selling it. And then we were invited as guests to Briar Fest in July. So we drove down to Kentucky and took him there and that was amazing. We had a wonderful time. Prue said that she and Empress greatly enjoyed their time at Midwest Horse Fair and that the environment was perfect for a horse who loves the attention. He's super. He's got a super good temperament. He particularly likes children so that's kind of nice. So we come to an event like this and he's he's in his element. He really likes it. And the last horse that was featured was Chocolate Chip Kisses, a registered pinto pony better known as Chaco. Chaco and his owner Lauren Demchuk a sophomore in college, are from Minnesota, and I was able to catch up with them on Celebrity Horse Isle. I started riding horses when I was about eight years old, and since then I've been riding. And a few years after starting to ride and show, we came across Chaco. Well, we found him online first, and we kind of fell in love with his name, and then we went to go see him, and we fell in love with his personality and just everything about him. Lauren and Chaco show in numerous disciplines, but definitely have some favorites. Together, we do all around Western and English events, English Pleasure, Hunt Seat, Trail, Western Pleasure, all of it. Our favorite is probably Showmanship or Trail, just because it's kind of different and a little bit more interesting. Lauren told us about their experience in having Chaco become a Briar Horse model. Chaco became a Briar model after we went to the Pinto World Show in 2013 and 2014. And between the two years, we won a combined 22 World Championships and combined with his success we sent them a letter first and they read our letter and were interested and also teaming up with us to donate some of the proceeds of his model the St. Jude's Children Research Hospital and so I think combined with his name his success and wanting to donate some of the money it was just kind of perfect and it all worked out. The 22 world championships in two years is a feat in and of itself but what is truly astounding is that Lauren was diagnosed with cancer shortly before the Pinto World Show 
Chaco's, which is why she wanted part of Chaco's Briar Horse Model proceeds donated to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Despite the challenges that they have faced, Lauren and Chaco have had quite the career, and Lauren is well on her way to recovery. And they show how hard work and dedication can really pay off. Chaco's Briar Horse Model has officially been retired by Briar, but the legendary impact that they have had on the lives of children is yet another story of how the opportunities to be involved with horses can be so much more than expected. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Reba McClone. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. CBD. It's the latest, greatest way to manage pain, inflammation, anxiety, and more. You want it, and we've got it. But we're sticking to our roots, all things vape. At Infinite Vapor, we still want to help you quit smoking. Because for us, vaping isn't a trend. It's a choice to live. Let the vape vixen help. Located on Atwood and University, Infinite Vapor, customer service gurus who got into the vaping business. Welcome to the Middleton Farmers Co-op, locally owned and operated for over 90 years. To be a member is to purchase from the Middleton Cooperative. This spring, they have expanded the rental selection. Visit the website at middletoncoop.com for a rental list and videos to help you with your landscape projects. They also carry fertilizer, mulch, edging, and bulk landscape materials. Pick it up or they deliver. Stop in to see Unilock pavers and wallstones. Pick up a catalog today and stop to check out the demo areas. Unilock, designed to connect. Middleton Farmers Co-op is an authorized Scott's Lawn Pro 4 Bag Program Distributor, and the spreader use is free with purchase. They carry lacrosse forage and turf products. Get your Madison Parks or a variety of forage and seed products from your neighbors at the Middleton Farmers Cooperative. Middleton Farmers Cooperative will store your Scott's program and let you know when it's time to apply the next step. Then relax and enjoy your beautiful lawn. Middleton Farmers Cooperatives, do it best center. Powered locally. Become a neighbor today. By land, sea, or air, Alaska is beautiful. And guess what? We'll see Alaska all three ways. I'm Pam Yankee. It is time. Make that call. Make that reservation. We've only got a few seats remaining for our Alaska Agriculture Adventure, August 20th through September 1st. Call 800-826-2266 for reservation details or online. Fabulousfarmbabe.net, right there on the homepage. Alaska, August 20th through September 1st. On the job till the cows come home. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 519 now on a Tuesday morning. Get my rainfall reports in, which I truly appreciate. Kirby from up by La Crescent. Three-tenths of an inch uh, rain in the past 24 hours' time. And my buddy Dell in North Fond du Lac said he picked up an inch of rain over the past 24 hours' time. A little heavier in that Fond du Lac area, Stumuck? Well, I had three quarters of an inch here, okay. and I see that Madison had an inch and 16 hundredths. And then I did see Green Bay at an inch and 49 one-hundredths from see, last night. And that's interesting because I'm on the west, far west side of Madison, and I know we didn't get that much rain. Did get thunder boomers, but not that much rain. No, it, it, it added up here and there, and I see Johnson Creek so far at an inch and three-tenths as well. Wow, so. okay. Uh, there are some new wet spots, let's put it that way. 
that low is pulling away from the state, moving away from eastern Wisconsin, the cool front down into Illinois, down to Missouri, and the radar indicating activity, lower Michigan, Lake Michigan, maybe the Milwaukee suburbs uh, over toward the shoreline, seeing a little rain yet this morning. That's all going to end. That system pulls away. And our skies will clear out. It is going to get brighter and nicer today. Oh, not quite as warm as yesterday, but still in the 60s, normal and above, let's say that. And it warms up a little bit more for Wednesday, all well and good. Then a weak system hits the Pacific Northwest later today. And as it starts marching east right through the northern edge of the country, we are going to see it pull a cool front our way. And even late Wednesday night at La Crosse, and then into Thursday for the rest of us, a small chance of a little scattered light rain. And behind that, unfortunately, comes a little cooler air. So as we head toward Friday and the weekend, those temps cool down a little more, even a little cooler than normal, heading toward the weekend, and a bit of very light rain could be around. I'll have forecast details right after this. For control of yellow nut sedge and tough-to-kill broadleaf weeds like common lambs quarters and water hemp in your cornfield, Tank Mix Yukon in your post-emergence herbicide treatment. Yukon is the gold standard in knockdown and residual control of yellow nutsedge. With two modes of action, Yukon gives you an easy-to-tank mix tool that also helps defend against herbicide resistance. To keep your cornfields clean of yield-robbing yellow nutsedge and tough broadleaf weeds, trust Yukon from Gowan, USA. You know, these folks don't have capes or superpowers, but they are heroes They are Wisconsin organ donors. I'm Pam Yonke. By becoming a donor, it's not just that you become a hero. It's your legacy. It's the lives you touch. Al Reich from Barneveld lost his wife in 2001. Her organ donations touched more than 50 lives, including a young father in Kentucky. Well, lo and behold, her kidney, a doctor said he'd never seen a match like that. It matched every single way, 100%. And uh, he had three little kids, and my oldest daughter said, you know, you know, she was 40 at the time, so it was tough for her to lose her mother, but it would be really hard knowing that you were only eight years old. Al Wright from Barneveld. You, too, can be a hero and leave a legacy that touches lives. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. All righty, Stu, let's have some more of those weather details. Well, we dried out today, and although there are some clouds this morning, they'll clear out. More sunshine will break out through the day. Low to mid-60s. The mid-60s in western Wisconsin, cooler elsewhere. North winds today still about 8 to 18. Clearing out tonight and a little cooler in the low 40s. Those north winds at 5, they diminish quiet down really nicely so Wednesday morning will be quiet and clear sunny skies Wednesday back into the upper 60s could be a 70 at lacrosse already southwest winds at 5 to 10 but then late Wednesday night or into Thursday that chance of a little scattered rainfall partly sunny Thursday still upper 60s southwest winds at 5 to 10 so not too bad Pam but it will cool off for the weekend all right. Well, that uh, that we are not surprised by since it is still April. That's what we kind of got to remember. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. All of a sudden it'll be May and then everything will be different. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Stu. Thanks, buddy. We'll catch up with you after, uh, well, tomorrow. Yeah, see ya. Okay, Stu Muck, Ag Meteorologist, along with us. I'm trying to pay attention to my rainfall reports that are coming in, and I do appreciate them. Remember, if you've got a rain gauge from me, you want to be a part of the rainfall uh, reporters, simple to do. All you need to do is uh, send me a message on Facebook, 
fabulous farm babe as you wear you want a message or you can call and leave a message toll free 877-301-FARM that's 877-301-3276 an inch in north fond Lac, three tenths of an inch in la crescent this morning la crosse has cloudy skies waking up at 45 degrees mauston cloudy and 45 fond Lac, cloudy and 45 degrees oshkosh cloudy and 45 and likewise madison cloudy and 45 degrees Bryce Knorr joining us after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. The 57 Facet Diamond has been around since Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. They're beautiful, and Kessler's sells a lot of them. More than anyone in Wisconsin. I'm Monica Kessler. But Alexander Graham Bell never imagined cell phones. Just like the jewelers of yesterday never imagined the Kessler 81 Diamond. 81 windows, not just 57. And every one of those windows is a lighthouse. Shooting beams of light across the room. Delivering hope for tomorrow. And encouragement for today. Your one carat Kessler 81 created diamond. Or your one carat princess cut created diamond. Mounted in white gold. The definitive engagement ring. The classic solitaire. Is yours for just $3,500. For one carat? Other stores would sell this ring for twice that price. Welcome to Kessler's. And congratulations on your engagement. Find the Kessler's diamonds nearest you at Kessler'sDiamonds.com. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. We're heading into the season of weddings, class reunions, and other big events. Is your skin ready? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Whether your special day is next year or next week, we can help you feel confident and beautiful in your skin. Treatments such as laser and light therapy can tighten skin and remove age spots. With years of sun damage, it can take a series of treatments to get the best results. Other procedures such as Botox and dermal fillers can soften wrinkles and relax frown lines. If your event is fast approaching, don't lose hope. Medical grade skin products and peels can give your skin a little boost. Visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. RejuvenationClinicOfSaukPrairie.com 
Now, the easy and fastest way to order Ag Parts is with Sloan Express, America's Ag Parts supplier. Simply put, Sloan Express is a lower price alternative to original manufacturer parts. And now, free shipping on orders over $195 right to your front door. Plus, we offer free shipping to 20 Sloan locations. Enter code WISCONSIN10 at checkout and save 10%. Get your free catalog online at SloanEx.com or call today. You count on the serenity, the peace and quiet when you have the house all to yourself. Then the contentment is interrupted by the sound of bloop, bloop. You never hear it when everyone else is home, but the solitude of just you and you alone has your kitchen faucet wanting to carry on a serious blooping conversation. It's something Benjamin Plumbing service techs fix all the time. The majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Bloop, blooping, leaky faucet. Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. The largest video arcade in Wisconsin is right here in Madison. Geeks Mania Arcade and Family Entertainment Center. All the video games and pinball machines you love are waiting for you. Unleash your geek at Geeks Mania. Birthdays are great at Geeks Mania Arcade. With group discounts and a free comic for the birthday boy or girl. New video games and pinball machines arrive almost every week. Geeks Mania Arcade. Odana Road, across from Rustera, where geeks rule. New at Geeks Mania. Air hockey, pool tables, cosmetrons, and House of Dead 3. Geeks Mania Arcade. Odana Road, the largest video arcade in Wisconsin. Uh, so I saw this uh, CBS Sports over the weekend dropped its first uh, seven-round uh, mock draft. They went through every single pick. I was curious. I mean, obviously, we know there's not going to be a Badger in the first round, but I was curious to see where the first Badger shows up. Uh, RJ, you want to take a guess at who the first Badger off the board was, according to CBS seven-round mock draft that their experts put out over the weekend? Michael Dieter. Well done. That's why he's our Badger insider, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I, I mean, that's if you look at any draft prospect uh, website or anything like that, uh, he is projected as a third-round pick. And that's exactly um, uh, the 14th pick of the third round, 78th overall by the Miami Dolphins. The bio on Dieter can play tackle, guard, or center, and that versatility will prove beneficial to some NFL team. Yeah, and... Looking at him, I don't really see a problem with that. I think it that might be one because, you know, every year somebody says taking a Badger lineman way too early, it's a reach. Uh, I think pretty much every Badger lineman who has been reached for uh, has proven their worth. I mean, you have Travis uh, Frederick right now who's got that nerve problem, so you don't really know when he's going to be back. But, I mean, the guy can hold a football and not feel himself holding a football. So other other than that, I mean, at every position, I think, unless it's changed since last year, maybe it has because Joe Thomas retired. Uh, but I'd say at four of the five positions, the top paid person at that position is a former Wisconsin Badger. Yeah, they're getting paid in full. Yeah. So, I mean, you you could see uh, a couple old linemen end up even going before uh, your still, everybody calls him the non-athletic TJ Edwards. <laughs> I have no clue as to why. Um I mean, you're really probably only going to see your your linemen and your linebackers be drafted. And then even though it seems every NFL team 
brought Ingold in for an interview or expressed interest in having them on their team, uh, he probably will end up going free agent, and that's usually better. Yeah, that's always good for the Badgers. They get the pick. Sometimes in the late rounds, uh, people are just drafting you to draft you. Yeah. Uh, at least going undrafted free agent, the the teams you're talking to probably actually need you. And in the fullback position, it, it's probably better to even go that route because you can sit back, look at the offenses, uh, and not really have to worry about, well, they just drafted me and they have a fullback, but they don't use him ever. So, I mean, there's that whole dynamic there too. So for for the most part... How many were wrestlers? Was Engel the wrestler? Yep. State champ. State champ. Um, there it is. Okay, so <laughs> we talked about the offensive linemen, and by the way, they have three, they have uh, David Edwards also projected the third round and, and Bo Benchwell in the fifth. Here's what drives me crazy, though. You were talking about some of the other positions, and specifically T.J. Edwards, who they also, I think they have in the fifth round. Okay, mm-hmm. so last year, Leon Jacobs, seventh round draft pick by Jacksonville. He's listed as the starting... Uh, inside linebacker right now for the Jaguars on their depth chart. Mm-hmm. Jack Sitchie, sixth-round pick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, listed as the starting weak-side linebacker right now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I mean, you can when did go you back learn to your lesson? Watt. Yeah, <laughs> when, when, do we, when do we learn? When did the NFL teams learn their right. lesson? And say, or even go to know, Borland. I right. mean, Borland was a, a, a later pick. Clearly, linebackers at Wisconsin translate to the next level, mm-hmm. and, you know, T.J. Edwards, scouting report. Edwards produced at Wisconsin. While not overly fast, you hope to see him around the ball. Like, fifth-round pick, pick number 170. Yeah. And maybe he's not the one Not overly that... fast, but he's got football smarts to put himself in positions to make plays. Well, look at Chris Borland, like you, the name you just brought up. Chris Borland, everyone talks smack about him nonstop. He played half a season. And he led and the team led, in tackles. Led, almost led the NFL in tackles. Yeah. And everyone, <laughs> everyone says, too small, too slow, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And there he is well, leading. And mm-hmm. you have Joe, Joe Schulbert, who was a throwaway pick, led yeah, the and, NFL in an tackles. An All-American who was just, said he's a system guy, and now he's doing well in Cleveland. with these linebackers. Yeah. It, it's the perception of of Wisconsin. You're never until you break through and compete with Alabama and Clemson. Uh, you're always going to be thought of as the slow plotting team uh, from Wisconsin. But you're known for your your big offensive linemen, and then they don't say anything after that. No. And yet you have. Uh, Collegiate running back records. Just think, there's I mean, one have, GM or scout that said, "Hey, man, that TJ or you know that Leon Jacobs guy last year for Wisconsin. Boy, we were wrong on him." This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Alrighty, five thirty-five now on a Tuesday morning. Looks like we've got sunny skies on the way for today. Sixty-two are expected. High will bounce up to sixty-seven tomorrow. Should stay dry both days, but then Thursday. We've got another shower thunderstorm coming back around the area. A lot of talk in the marketplace yesterday about wet weather that's forecast for the Plain States. The wheat market really took us lower yesterday. Not just wheat, but also corn and soybeans followed. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, catching up with us in about 15 minutes to let us know what's happening and developing this morning. I'm Pam Yonke, now from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk. 
Here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So, on this date back in 1984, French scientists announced that they had discovered the virus that caused AIDS. That's on this date back in 1984. Those French scientists ultimately were awarded the Nobel Prize in Medicine. On this date back in 2005, the first YouTube video was posted. It was only 18 seconds long, and it was uh, somebody that was at the San Diego Zoo. They said it's been viewed more than 13 million times since it first went up on YouTube back in 2005. And here's one for Wisconsin. On this date, back in 1934, the FBI became acquainted with Vilas County. They raided the Little Bohemia Lodge in Manitowish Waters. They were after gangster John Dillinger. Well, there was all kinds of confusion. Unfortunately, a civilian Conservation Corps worker got killed, and Dillinger, as you know, got away. Back on this date, in 1934. And now you know. Boy, I'll tell you, something spooky that we know now is that African swine fever continuing to march across China, as well as now into South Africa, and also developing in the European Union. It has got our U.S. pork producers on high alert. They've canceled World Pork Expo this year, normally held the first week of June at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. They don't want any international visitors coming into the United States that could potentially be carrying that African swine fever. Jim Monroe is with the National Pork Producers Council, and he says right now all eyes in the pork industry are trained on this issue. U.S. pork is a critical is critically dependent on exports. Um, about one in every four hogs in the U.S. is being raised for the export market. Um, the average value of a hog last year was, I believe, one hundred forty-one dollars. Fifty-one dollars of that value is directly driven by exports. So clearly, um, the exports are very dependent to our producers. It, you know, they sustain our farm families. They support innovation that allows our farmers to continuously improve animal care, environmental impact, food safety, et cetera. Um, it's been, you know, we've been facing significant headwinds over the last couple of years with regard to exports. You know, we've got trade disputes that have been in play for well over a year with Mexico, with China. Um, they have responded with retaliatory tariffs against U.S. pork, and that is obviously hurting our producers' profitability. So our priorities are right now are to see an end to those trade disputes and the restoration of favorable access to very important export markets like Mexico and China, and to see the United States go on the offensive to negotiate new trade agreements to expand our export market opportunities. Can you specify specifically maybe what you guys are looking into regarding the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement? Well, the new agreement with Mexico and Canada, the USMCA, is very good news. We were very happy to see that signed by the three countries last year. Obviously, it needs to be ratified by each of the three countries before it's implemented. It's good news because it secures zero-tariff pork trade in North America for the long term. Unfortunately, it's it's not likely um, to to move forward quickly while the metal tariffs are in place. And what about for markets outside of the the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement? Uh, Japan is another top priority. Um, you know, you, you have the new TPP-11 agreement that has been implemented by a number of um, 
countries. Japan is a party to that agreement. And as a result, we have uh, international uh, pork-producing nations as competitors that have more favorable access, have better access to Japan than we have. And uh, that's what you're already seeing an erosion of our market share in Japan. So we need to see the United States quickly form and, and complete a trade deal with Japan so we can get back on a level playing field with our competitors. You know, the United States produces the safest, the most affordable, the highest quality pork in the world. If we can compete on a level playing field, we usually win. Unfortunately, Japan, which is our largest value market, we're not on a level playing field and we're already seeing an erosion of our market share. So that's a critical matter. Jim Monroe with the National Pork Producers Council visiting with our own Reba McClone on what issues our U.S. pork industry is facing. It's not just about the African swine fever outbreak that has decimated China, Cambodia, South Africa, is in the European Union, and could potentially threaten our U.S. pork population. It's also about the continued pressure on our markets of those long-standing tariffs. Again, like I said, we got to keep an eye on that African swine fever situation. Since they discovered it last August in China, Rabobank is estimating that African swine fever has impacted 150 to 200 million pigs, which is nearly 30% larger than annual U.S. pork production. It's also equal to Europe's annual pork production. So just think about those big numbers and how it is changing our pork industry right before our very eyes. It's uh, five, almost 5.42. We'll take a quick break. Back with a look at markets and Bryce Knorr before 6. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. So whether you're just starting out or on your way to building a legacy, we're here for you, wishing you a safe and successful planting season. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Well, the weather is definitely warming up around Wisconsin. That's a good thing because field activity is also warming up. As of Sunday, according to the Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service, there was 8% of our spring tillage work done across the state of Wisconsin. Still a little bit behind our five-year average, but at least we're getting started. We had 10% of our oats that were seeded, 7% of the potatoes in the ground as of Sunday, and 46% of our winter wheat looks good to excellent. And you know, there's always somebody that wants to to be ahead of the curve 
1% of our corn was in the ground as of Sunday. There's always those fellas that want to be first in the neighborhood. We'll see how that turns out for them. All right, Bryce is coming up with markets in just a moment. I can tell you an overnight electronic trade. We're continuing a lower trend. May corn's down a penny and three quarters. December corn down a penny and three quarters at 380 and three quarters. May beans are down a penny. November beans down three quarters of a cent, 909 a bushel. May wheat down a penny and a half. July new crop down a penny and a quarter, 440 and a half. As far as dairy is concerned, yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese gained six cents to 157.5. 40-pound block cheese was up three-quarters of a cent, 167.5, while double-A butter dropped a half on uh, make that penny and a quarter, down a penny and a quarter on Monday to 227 a pound. The fluid milk in Chicago, May milk is up two at 15.84 overnight. June milk is up six at 16.10. July milk closed six cents stronger, 16.25 a hundredweight. Speaking of milk, uh, we know that our dairy sector is continuing to struggle. I get emails and text messages every day from folks telling me that the cows are on their way to the auction market or that uh, they're getting ready for a sale. Believe me, I hear you folks, and I try to respond as quickly as I can. In the month of March, our milk production basically remained unchanged in Wisconsin. 2.62 billion pounds of milk produced in March, up less than 1%. We're doing it with fewer cows. 1.27 million head of dairy cows in Wisconsin for March. That was down 4,000 compared to a year ago, but every one of the cows we've got producing about 15 pounds of milk more this March than she did last. That uh, that can't be said for all dairy sectors. I took a look at some of the other numbers. Uh, you've got states like Illinois that dropped almost 10% in March milk production, and their cow numbers are down too. Pennsylvania down 7% in March milk. And also Arizona, Florida, and Ohio all seeing milk production drops of 5% or more. And now you know. What's happening in the marketplace? What should we prepare for as far as positioning in the marketplace? Going to talk about that next with our man Bryce Knorr. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We went to Chalmers Jewelers because we wanted to get engaged. We chose to shop at Chalmers because it was a local family-owned jeweler. Uh, we were looking to identify and design a custom engagement ring. They communicated well with us, and they were very friendly and down-to-earth. Scott was actually in the jewelry store each time we were there, each visit to customize the ring, each time we went to check on the status of the ring when we picked up the ring, when we went to pick up the paperwork for our diamond. He was there every time, which was great to see, and he remembered who we were. It was a complete shock. I didn't know the ring was done, and he lunged across the living room to propose on his knee, and no one knew it was coming. She just took the ring and put it on her finger. (laughs) She was surprised and speechless. (laughs) I love it. I love looking down at my hand every day and knowing that we spent the time putting it together and picking out the diamond together and making it exactly how we wanted it. And Madison. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? 
Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. As subtle as blaze orange, this is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.48 now on a Tuesday morning. It looks like we've worked our way through most of the rain. Thank you very much for your rainfall report. Uh, That's something that we've got to talk about because we did get a little field work done over the weekend. Now we might be slowed down just a little bit. What's the market talking about on this Tuesday morning? Bryce Noor, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. Joining us live via Skype. He's a little farther south in Illinois this morning checking in. Uh, so let's talk, let's jump right away to the crop progress report, Bryce. What caught your attention? I mean, I was happy to see that Wisconsin got a little spring tillage work done. Where did your eyes land? Well, overall, things uh, remain very slow. Uh, like you say, there are some areas uh, where farmers finally starting to get into the field, uh, particularly as you move uh, west in Iowa down into parts of Nebraska as well. Uh, and uh, there, there are going to be some areas that will be fairly dry this week, but we do have another storm. Uh, not only one is going to be moving up through the Texas coast, coast and into the Delta, where they uh, definitely don't need more moisture, uh, but also one moving through the upper Midwest uh, uh, over the weekend into early next week. So it uh, looks like the upper Midwest is uh, still going to be uh, underwater. Uh, the Mississippi River may not open to navigation north of St. Louis until May, so a very late river opening uh, due to uh, all of the flooding that's going on, even though some of the locks now have started to reopen. Uh, but uh, there is a bottleneck uh, north of uh, St. Louis that they aren't going to be able to get through. Yeah, that I actually drove over the Mississippi River by La Crosse uh, this weekend, and I was shocked at how close the water was to the bottom of the bridge. So now, as far as the actual planting activity, did you did you see anything that caught your attention there, Bryce? Well, really, the, uh, just the fact that uh, we are starting to get pretty uh, uh, far behind. Illinois, just 1% planted. Normally, they would be 17% planted. Uh, the guys down in central Illinois, uh, uh, they they like to get uh, going uh, hot and heavy. Uh, the area down there uh, called Racehorse Flats, uh, it's it's flat and uh, they can go. Uh, they can do a lot of ground very quickly if the weather cooperates. So far, it hasn't. Uh, also, soybean planting just one percent. Now it's still early for soybeans, uh, but uh, uh, again, the, the areas that uh, should be getting going down in the delta. Uh, have really uh, been slow as well. Spring wheat is 5% planted. Normally, uh, that crop would be 22% planted and uh, basically uh, nothing in in North Dakota. And of course, that's the really big state when it comes to spring wheat. Well, as you reminded us last week, the market's very hesitant to get excited about delayed planting because of what farmers can do today. So let's talk about the international scene. I've been focused in a lot of attention, Bryce, on African swine fever, the hog population, which in turn can change demand for feed. What are you hearing as far as grain movement this morning? Well, that's one of the big questions is just how many soybeans China needs to buy due to the extreme culling of their hog herd down something like 18%. 
So their their need for soybeans and soybean meal going to be dr- dramatically reduced, and that's going to take a while to bounce back. There is a little bit of uh, perhaps good news uh, starting to come out of their corn processing industry. Uh, they uh, could uh, see a need f- uh, to import more corn. It uh, looks like uh, their stocks are going to be down uh, significantly uh, over the next year as they start to uh, use more ethanol. Again, they aren't going to be feeding that corn or as much of that corn to hogs, but they are going to be uh, trying to produce a lot more ethanol. And uh, so far, planting in China off to a relatively s- slow start. It's either been too wet in some areas and uh, or too dry. And uh, over the government uh, forecasters warning uh, that we could see some extreme weather there during the growing season. So that's perhaps a question mark. Uh, so far, the U.S. Uh, ag attache, while he does uh, b- forecast uh, lower Chinese corn stocks over the next year, uh, isn't uh, pegging in any increase in imports from the U.S. or any place else. But if we do get a trade deal, uh, the uh, corn could come into play perhaps a little bit. Also, maybe ethanol and DDGSs. Let me ask you, I don't want to throw you a curve, but previously we had talked about how China had just absolutely huge stocks that they were trying to blow through. Not good quality, but still huge volumes of corn and soybeans that they were holding. What's the status on that? Have you heard lately? Well, uh, the folks who have seen my corn uh, presentations over the years, I used to have a a big slide of that uh, corn pile over in China. Uh, That uh, pile has been winnowed away. Uh, They still uh, appear to have a lot of corn, uh, but uh, it is getting smaller. Uh, down by something like uh, 40 million metric tons or more. So that's that's a significant amount of corn. And uh, again, they're a huge consumer of corn and not only feed the livestock, but also uh, for uh, their uh, processing industry, uh, their starch industry, and now ethanol. So uh, they could be the swing factor. uh, But again, right now, you'd have to consider that something of a long shot. All right. So what are you going to keep an eye on then today, Bryce, as far as news and influence? Well, going to be watching the energy market. Uh, crude oil uh, testing $66 a barrel overnight. The U.S. is going to be uh, doing away with the waivers that allowed some countries to buy crude oil from, from Iran and avoid U.S. sanctions. Uh, so that uh, has the market thinking the uh, Iranian oil will be taken off the market. We've got ongoing problems in Venezuela, Libya as well. And also uh, the number of rigs in production last week in the U.S. fell, so maybe a slightly lower uh, uh, output there. So uh, crude oil energy, we got diesel wholesale prices uh, uh, testing $2.10 a gallon this morning. Ooh, yikes. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one with interest. Very good, Bryce. We will catch up with you coming your way on Thursday. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joins us live via Skype every Tuesday and Thursday to give you a little insight into the markets and what's happening on the day. It's 5.55. This is the Farm.